So there's also shark all over and some eat all of it like shark. They say no need to boil. And there was a Kripalu. If you catch their feet then they'll give their mercy. And one was Dayalu then he'll give blessings from both his hands. And he'll give you, uh, he'll give you clothes, he'll give you food, whatever you want he'll give. Bengal, you see, no, they're eating the shakal. Wherever they go, they're eating shakal. The shakal, if you eat the shakal, then you'll never feel warm. You'll never feel cold. Once I said, today is Ekadashi. You cannot eat uh, roti, water. So today, uh, no need to even eat, no need to drink water. But there's one thing. You see, there there's some coconuts and uh, coconuts have water so you can just eat these uh, drink this uh, coconut water and eat this coconut fruit but then one devotee said who will climb up the tree then automatically you will get this shakalu just uh, you see the shakalu has so much rasa and so much water and then automatically this will remain so why do you have to climb up the coconut tree so Today is Vijay now, Mekadashi. See, there's one Vijay already in the temple. We need many more Vijays. makes everyone laugh and even no one can cry in his presence now you see when he's here everyone is so happy no one ever weeps now they say this dharma he's made everyone happy we go in the kitchen this dharma then he makes everyone laugh inside the kitchen no one is ever sad with him so you see Bhagavan is giving very nice sevak But this Dharma, he is the king of Dharma. He has controlled everyone's minds and hearts. So how can we have this Vijay? This way. So we are staying now in Braj. Then... Why should we concern so, so ourselves so much with Ayodhya, Dwarka, Vaikuntha? Are staying in Braj? Where are you thinking of going outside then? If you don't have place in Braj, you don't have shelter here, then you should think of uh, other places and think of other Sadhan Bhajan. Then you can show your hands to others. Why should you go outside of Braj? And uh, why should why should you think of going to Ramlok, Vaikuntha, Dwaraka, Mathura? 
then we might uh, lose faith in Bruj. If anyone wants to worship the Shabda Brahma, then what should one do? Then the Shabda Brahma, Parabrahma, Shabda Brahma, Nishnap. One person, he looked after a cow very nicely, looking after this cow very nicely, and uh, looking after it. But then every day he was looking after this cow, but this cow would not give milk. This way, he ding, uh, bring so much, uh, I give so much food to this cow, so this cow doesn't give milk. So what will I do? I'll collect this cow urine. I'll drink this cow urine, and maybe in my next life I'll get milk from this cow. So then, he was asking one day, what should I do? Cow is not giving milk. So then he thought, the cow doesn't have a calf, then never will it get milk. No, only by having others, how will the cow give milk? The cow should have a calf as well, then it will give milk. If there is a calf, then the cow will give milk. So, one may have knowledge of uh, Shabda Brahma, but if one does not have realization of this Parabrahma, then what to do? So then what will it do? It will not do anything. Therefore, Gyan is not uh, everything. There must be Vigyan. There must be uh, realized knowledge as well. So therefore, in Braj, there is no shortcoming, shortcoming of anything. Then one can go outside. If you say there is something lacking in Braj, so you listen to this Braj Katha. So when uh, Krishna left Braj and went to Mathura, then what have what became approach? It is indescribable. It cannot even be described. Just by remembering the condition of Vrindavan when Krishna left for Mathura and Dwarka, and what is speak of the blades of grass, even the scorpions, even the living entities of Braj, insects, birds, even they start suffering in separation, and they also became. Uh, even they became lifeless, all these living entities. So all the Sakis, where did they go? They went to Dhavkari. Then they were hiding there in some kunjas, some creepers, some kuffas. And Nanda, Nanda Baba never came out of his house. The spiders, they made spider webs all over the pots, cooking pots. Her mother Yashoda, she, took all these clothes and toys of Krishna and she put it on her head and she said, now I'm going to Mathura. Now I'll go to Devaki and uh, I'll work for Devaki. And then I'll wash her pots. Whatever she wishes, I'll do. And then in the end, I'll pray to her. That then Devaki, during the day, just for like one murta, you just let me have darshan of your son, this Kanaya. And saying these words, Yashoda, she fell to the ground unconscious. And this way, she started uh, weeping. And she started laughing. And then she said, Oh Krishna, you have come, my dear son. Oh, now my day is so auspicious and fortunate. I was so sad. I could not stay without you. And again she started weeping. And this way, sometimes she would cry, sometimes she would weep. When she was unconscious, she would roll on the ground. She said, my dear son, don't leave me, I'm very sad. Before when you weren't here, uh, I was very happy. I never desired that anyone come to me. But I don't know from where you came. You paid my heart in your love. Then I forgot everything. So now I cannot leave you. They say, Mother Shoda was weeping so loudly. And then all the Brahmins, Brahminis, all the neighbors, they all came running. And then they say, they said, Oh, Yashoda, what should we, what should we, how can we pacify her? So then, Krishna, seeing how the Brajavasis is suffering in separation, Krishna also starts suffering. Saying, what can I do? 
to relieve them of the separation. How can I help them? So then the Vajavasis were suffering so much in Viraha. It was very uh, dire. It is very uh, difficult to describe the condition of the Rajavasis. So Racharya or Guruvarka, then they started describing. Then one day, uh, during Mathura, in Mathura, during Karthik, during the evening, Param Gurudev, he called uh, Gurudev. He said, today you recite this Damodar Leela to me from the Bhagavat, which has a commentary of Shri Vishnachavati Thakur, a very beautiful Sarvata Darshan. And then many Acharyas have written Tikas, commentaries. So Gurudev was sitting on the floor, Param Gurudev was sitting on the bed. So then Gurudev, he was being this Damodar Leela. And then in the evening, Nishadha Mata, her condition cannot even be described. Nanda opened this knot that Yashoda had tied. Krishna was sitting with Nanda, Rohini was calling Krishna, but Krishna didn't go. Then she sent Baldev, go and bring your brother. But Krishna, he pushed Baldev away. Then Rohini was thinking, if I don't take Krishna away from Nanda and place him in Yashoda's lap, then Yashoda was lifeless like a statue, she may even give up her life. Then she told Krishna, Oh, you will not come? And he said, no. Then what will you eat? He said, I'll just drink cow's milk. My father, he'll give me this cow's milk. Then who will you sleep with? I'll sleep with my father. Who will you play with? Play with Baba. You will not come? No. And what if your mother dies? And then Krishna, he could not uh, control himself then. Then shouting out, oh, mother, 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 he started running with his two hands in the air, arms up in the air. So Param Gurudev was listening to Gurudev speak and then uh, Param Gurudev became unconscious and he fell on the floor and he started rolling on the ground. All these Ashtasatik Vikars manifested on him. And Gurudev seeing all these Ashtasatik Vikars and Param Gurudev became very surprised. He said, just see, I was just uh, speaking and Param Gurudev became absorbed in Antardasha. He had no consciousness. And then during this month of Kartik, when it's so cold, still Parangudev was fanning him. Because he was feeling so much separation, the heat of his body was like evaporating all this, all the sweat on him. So then Parangudev was experiencing all these Asasatrivas. And Gurudev, he stopped. And all the Bhaktas started doing Kirtan to bring Parangudev back to, uh, back by Yadasha, external consciousness. From internal consciousness. So this condition of Braj cannot be described, not just of those Rajasis in Vatsalya Bhav, even those in Shingaras, Madhurya Bhav. If you read Uddhav Sandesh, and if you heard from the Guru Varga, then you will realize. But what is the condition of the Sakas? The Sakas, they, with uh, Krishna, they had such deep friendship. As soon as it would be early in the morning, as soon as the sun would rise, then without Krishna they could not spend even one moment. Immediately they would come to Nanda Bhavan. And they would say, Oh, Anyaradayaman, Morvan Rindavan. See, the minds and hearts of others are different. And in their minds, which are like jungles, they are very dangerous animals, like scorpions, alligators, lions. But my mind is Vrindavan, so let's go. So then all the Sakas, they never thought where we'll go, what should we eat, where will we, what if it rains, what if there's a huge storm, where shall we hide. Because there's no house there in the forest, and there with all the cows and calves, so where will they hide? But they had no anxiety. The Sakas, why Krishna was with them, they entered the mouth of the python. They said, why should we fear? Go inside the gaping mouth of the python. All the cows, calves, Sakas entered inside the python's mouth. Krishna was shouting, don't enter inside that Python's mouth, but still they did not care because they knew Krishna was by their side. And then they are all fallen unconscious inside Agasur's mouth. Then Krishna went inside, then he brought all of them outside. And then meanwhile, Brahmaji came and he stole all the coward boys and calves and he, and he hid them in a cave for one year. And after one year they came out of the cave. And they say the Pransaka, Prashtasaka, the Priyanarva Saka, Narmasaka, Suritsaka. Say all these sakas. They, they all have so many specialties, all these sakas. They say without Krishna they know nothing. And they say all these, uh, they all came to Bandirvan, all these sakas. 
परमात्मा मेरे कृष्णा ही ही मैं इस समय कर्दन पॉट्स देर फ्रॉम क्ले यू सी ऑल दिस ब्लैक पॉट्स दैट यू सी मेड देम फ्रॉम माय माइंड फ्रॉम माय हार्ट एंड ऑल दिस व्हाइट पॉट्स दैट यू सी गोल्डन पॉट्स दिस गोल्डन पॉट्स हैव बोरोड फ्रॉम अदर्स सो दिस गोल्डन पॉट्स दे कैन बी वीक बट माय ब्लैक पॉट्स आर वेरी स्ट्रांग इवन इफ यू मिल्क काउस एंड पुट मिल्क इनसाइड मेक रॉबरी इवन इफ दे ब्रेक then i'll give them a reward if anyone can break these pots then i'll embrace that person once there is the reward they'll get they said we don't want a reward just give us the pots you take as much money as you want he said if it breaks then you'll have to give us money then or else i will not take any money from all of you only if you can break the pot then i'll take money from you so then the gopis they took three four pots and they on their heads and they kept two pots in each of their hands two pots on their shoulders and even one pot wasn't shaking then they told krishna uh, this is this is not actually pots something else is is sitting on our head you see krishna he is sitting on our shoulders he is sitting on our head he is in our hands he is all over our bodies now in the form of these pots and these pots you see they're not even shaking because krishna he said if these pots break then I'll give them a reward. The reward I'll take is this embrace. Or else I'll give this reward. So then, they saw these pots weren't breaking. Then anyhow, they were milking. And then they put these pots down. They smashed it against a rock. But still these pots weren't breaking. And they said, how is this possible? These pots are not breaking. So this smart one, the Sakha's new, the Krishna's always here. Because Krishna, he is always uh, bringing, making pots there, plates, glasses, and then spoons. He makes everything there out of clay or of earth. There is no such day when there is not a festival there. When the market is closed, every day the market is open there. Because if you go to any place where they are giving you pots for free, then who will not go there? Everyone will go there. And these pots, they are unbreakable. They're so effulgent. They're so beautiful. These pots to look at, and if these pots are given for free, then who will not take? And wherever you look at these pots, you'll be reminded of Krishna. These pots are blackish. They look like him. You don't. These pots do not remind one of anyone other than Krishna. And they bring these colors, these pots, amrit colors, and then anything that make and place in these pots, that would become like nectar itself. If they put milk inside these pots, it become rabdi. This is like an akshay patra to make fresh cream, anything, kheer mahon, any anything, sandesh, different sweets. People will become so surprised looking at these pots. And Ishwarama would say, "Oh, has Anupuna come to your house? This goddess who feeds everyone. She, so many. Maybe Lakshmi has come inside your house." This Akhi told Ishwarama. So then they said. Oh mother when i went to mart one i bought one kalash one pot and this pot you see never becomes empty this pot is always full of food if i put a little wheat inside then the wheat never finishes in this pot the more i get the more this pot is full if i put rice in this pot then the rice never finishes if i put milk in this pot the milk never finishes so just look at the nature of the samrit nectar This nectarian pot, Omrit Kalash, Sanasan Braj, Krishna, he made everyone's houses full, full wealth and prosperity. So if one is always doing seva, then who will not love that person? Who will forget that person? In this way, so that person not just mind body, he took their minds, their bodies. Brajvasis gave everything to Krishna, and Krishna he doesn't take anything from him. Although they, everyone gives everything to him, still he gives everything back in return. So who can forget Krishna and Braj? Is there any lacking here in Braj? Even these small boys, these sakas of Krishna, then just see how they are. Even these big Rishi Maharshis, Devatas, these small boys are not afraid of even these personalities. This way, these small boys, they serve all these personalities and satisfy them, please them, make them so happy. 
Because no one, anyone who comes to Guruji will never remain sad. They'll never have any shortcoming in their lives. See, Brajbari, Srihari, Golubhari, once they came there, then the Sakhas, just see, how will they please them? So therefore, the Sakhas are all in Matwan. They never went back. Because Krishna, he told the Sakhas, that today I'm going. I'll uh, stay tomorrow in Mathura and day after I'll come back to Braj. So after Krishna spoke these words, then tomorrow and the day after, he never returned. He never returned to Braj after that. So Krishna, he never speaks lies. So how is this possible? He never uh, cheats anyone. So in this way, uh, if you say they are only merit so they are always thinking about Krishna maybe he is sick maybe someone says, someone has tried to injure him maybe someone has stolen his heart away so therefore Vrajavasi said we will do tapasya we will we'll meditate on him and we will form austerities and as long as he doesn't return to Braj we will not stop our tapasya and the Sakha said only when he returns back to Matwan then we will take him to Nandabhavan only then we will return back so then the Sakhas they became very stubborn and they sat where? In Matwan. You know if you go to Matwan, which is near Bandirwan, you can see that place. Very nice forest there. All the Rishi Marshis, they have their Tapasya studies there in Matwan. There's also Bandirwan nearby Matwan, not very far from Matwan. This Bandirwan is full of so much uh, priceless uh, sentiments, moods. See, they don't have need of anything, the Rajuvasis. Krishna has given them everything they need. Because if they desire anything else, then Krishna will not be approachable. Because if they take something and become happy, then we are very far away from Bhagavan. So Sakas, no. They said, we don't want anything from you. You have given us everything already. No, we should not become uh, absorbed in anything that you have given. We should not become separate from you. We only want you. As long as you do not return, then we will never return to our homes. And we have no connection with anyone, with anything. We will remain Nishkinchen, Nakinchen. So in this way, they were uh, silently absorbed in meditation. So many days and so many nights, they are not eating anything. They are not even, uh, they did, they weren't even breathing properly. They didn't even drink water, eating anything. When Dhruva stopped breathing, then Bhagavan appeared in his heart. And he appeared outside his heart and he blessed Dhruva. So the Sakas, similarly they were absorbed. So many austerities, tapasya. So that time, slowly, gradually, Maharishi Durvasa, Sandilya Rishi, Garga Rishi, and Bhagudi Rishi, they all came one after another. And then, still they could not make the Sakas return home. And then finally when Uddhav came, and then Uddhav said, I have heard the names of Krishna Sakas from Krishna himself, like Sri Dhamsadam, Dhamasadam, Sarakrishna, Labanga, Subhadu. Ujjal, Pipini, Kinkini. I've heard these names from Krishna himself. Subhadra, Badrasen, Arjun. Krishna has so many Sakas. Millions of Sakas. But now I don't see any of the Sakas in Braj. Why is this? Where is, where is everyone? Where are everyone? So that time, Madhavji looking for everyone. Then, he finally came. Where did he come? He came to Matwan. And then, there he saw. There are millions of Sakas there. You cannot even count these Sakas in Matwan. Innumerable. Everywhere you look, you only saw Sakas. And in all their hearts, who was staying? This Vrajbihari, this Govardhantari, Giridhari Krishna, he was only residing in their hearts. No one else. And then they became very surprised. That, that mile, Krishna is staying there. In Dwaraka, how is, how is it that he is appearing in all their hearts? But I see that the Swarup that has appeared in the hearts of the Sakas is even more special than the Swarup in Dwaraka. And all the Sakas, you see, Krishna, when he was, when his image was seen in all the trees and plants and creepers, that image was also very beautiful. But the image of Krishna that was found in the hearts of the Sakas was even more beautiful, was even more special. So they say, Uddhav is all the Sakas. And then they prayed to Krishna. They said, Oh Krishna, your Yadavpati, your Jodhupati. 
because although he had this knowledge that Krishna is Jyotipati, no, he was no longer addressing as Dwarkadish Jyotipati. Now, after looking at the Sakas, he said, "You are Brajadish, you are Brajapati." So then, he requested Krishna, "Kindly help me meet these Sakas, because when I went near these Sakas, these Sakas were only absorbed in meditating on you." So they will not see me, they will not talk to me, I cannot meet them, then my coming to Braj is gone in vain. And you send me to Braj to pass by the Vrajavasis. So then what happened? So then he was saying, how can I meet these Sakas? So then, then this uh, Krishna has sent a letter. Then by the desire of Krishna, Uddhav, he started speaking this letter that Krishna had written to all the Rajavasis. He started speaking them out, the words written in that letter. The word is called Uddhav Sandesh. So what message did he bring? When, when he started describing the letter that Krishna had written to the Sakas, the Sakas opened their eyes. Then they saw, has Krishna come here? He looks exactly like Krishna, this personality, but there's one shortcoming. You see the clothes he is wearing resemble Krishna, his complexion resembles Krishna, everything resembles Krishna. It's just that he doesn't have a peacock feather on his head. Because Krishna and Dwarka, he doesn't wear a peacock feather. Or his people will say, oh, you're wearing this bird's feather on your head. What kind of king are you? You're a beggar. The beggars don't receive anything. So they wear these bird feathers, these feathers of a bird on their head. What need is that to put this? Oh, you are very poor. You should wear a golden crown, jewel crown. Who will wear this peak of feather? So he, Uddhav looked exactly like Krishna. He was wearing the Vajjanti Mala. He was wearing the clothes that Krishna wore, but he didn't have this flute in his hands. Neither did he have a peak of feather on his head. So they realized he is not Krishna. Because Krishna also, the smell of her lotus, this fragrance of lotus is always emanating from Krishna. And then as soon as, the Sakas thought, as soon as we see Krishna, immediately we want to embrace him. Even if Krishna is like one step away from us, we run to embrace him. And sometimes you see Krishna has to carry the Sakas on his shoulders, and the Sakas carry him on his shoulders. And they tell Krishna, oh brother, where were you hiding? Are you, are you not merciful to us? And so the Sakas, they tease Krishna, they push him on the ground, they play with him. So then they sing, this person is not Krishna. So then they, they spoke to Uttav. They spoke very, like, uh, deep words to him, which we will listen in the future, not now. At an appropriate time, we'll listen. So that time, Uddhav, he was Brihaspati's disciple. So he thought, he saw the Vajwasis were not in need of anything. They were engaged in all tapchap, sadhana, niyam. They were following everything. Because Nanda Baba himself, he followed Ekadashi. He would uh, leave everyone there in Nandagao and he'd come on the other side of the Yamuna and follow Ekadashi, follow his Vrata. And we see this with the other, this demigod who appeared as a snake swallowed him. And sometimes you see the soldiers of Varunde, when he went to bed, they kidnapped him, captured him. So Nanda himself follows Ekadashi very diligently. So then why is Krishna making Nanda suffer so much? He could have taken all the Vrajavasis with him to Dharaka. Well, Krishna has many different sarupas. He is saying, in his heart he is present there. So why is he hiding in his heart? Why doesn't he appear in front of everyone, and meet everyone? Why doesn't he please everyone and dispel everyone's separation, separation of the Rajavasis? So Dha was thinking about all these things. So meanwhile he was thinking, that they cannot find a solution then the Sakas will all die just look at their condition just see how the this is so like piteous I cannot even bear to see this sight see all of, all the Rajwasis are lying down on the ground because this uh, separation is scorching them even the birds and animals don't eat anything even they are lying down on the ground even the cows don't eat grass anymore. They are lying down on the ground. Even the trees and creepers are lying down on the ground. So then, Uddhav, he, he prayed to Krishna. Oh Krishna, you are the 
reservoir of everything. So think about these Rajavasis. So then Krishna he thought. Then uh, well, Krishna he he was thinking. Then he gave the spurti in Uttav. You see the Sakas they always think we are greater than Krishna. Krishna is ours. Even those who are about think we are his father, we are his mother. He is our son. Sakis Manjaris also think of themselves more exalted than Krishna because we serve Krishna and always Madhuras Shringaras. So everyone has this conception that Krishna he is subservient to our brain. See in the Pujari he thinks, Oh, I am the Pujari of Krishna, I am more exalted than Krishna, the Pujari thinks. The storekeeper, the Bandari, he thinks, Oh, without me no one can do anything in the temple. I have the keys to everything. And the Mantha thinks, I am Guru, I am Acharya. Everyone is under me, under my control. How am I weak in any way? Without me, nothing can happen in this temple. So this everyone has this mood. Even one is washing pots, sweeping the floor. Even he thinks, Oh, I am washing these pots. You see, my heart is pure. Therefore, I am washing these pots. Therefore, Chetadarpanamarjana is happening now. Now my heart is pure. But you are dirty in heart. Because you have envy, you think that I am very low. So I am very excited because I wash pots. So we say everyone has this ahambhav. Even the ant has this mood. That I am very big. Why? Because I am an ant. So I take information from everyone. There is no one greater than me. Even the ant thinks this way. So everyone has this ahambhav. This conception of I and mine. Even when Raslila was going on, Krishna, he disappeared. And when he appeared, the gopis, they asked him. They asked him three questions. Then Krishna said, I will not, uh, I am not in any of these three categories. I wanted to see how much love you had for me. I was thinking, if you, now that I have left all of you, will you remember anyone else? I wanted to see, examine, that if you are really with me or with your own happiness, I wanted to see if you desired your own happiness or my happiness. Any bhakta who does bhajan, bhakti, then, you see, in uh, times of distress, then, we, we do bhajan. But we do bhajan for our own happiness. We don't desire any uh, sorrows. But Mahaprabhu said, Ashrishya Padrata Pinasama Madhashanam Vada Karatuva Yata Tata Vavidatulambato Matranatastu Sevanapara. He said that you can, you can do anything you wish with me. You can give me happiness, sorrow, distress, anything you feel like. But still, if my Prabhu is happy, then that is my happiness. My happiness lies in Krishna's happiness. We can speak these words, but do we really realize them in our heart? If there's any sorrow in our lives, then we'll forget our rounds. We'll forget everything. We will not chant. And we'll criticize everyone. Oh, this person has done this to me. This person is very selfish. I give my life to them and now see, I'm suffering. No one is even bothering to speak to me. You see, I'm suffering so much. No one is giving me even a glass of water. And then we start like, uh, casting many allegations, complaints. We start blaming. And start saying, oh, this person is like this, like that. So Krishna is saying, that oh, I cannot do, I, uh, I do not give them any distress for my happiness. But for their happiness also I do everything. And I go there to brudge. But the Sakas don't want their own happiness. They only want my happiness. So tell me Uddhav, what can I do? If, uh, if I give any house to my Bhakta, if I give nice family, wife, wife, children. But the Bhaktas have no connection with any of these things. They have left everything aside. They have become Nishkenshan, Akinshan. They are only remembering their Prabhu. And they gave, uh, they have given everything for Prabhu's seva and they are sitting inside the forest. So what can Prabhu do? So therefore, the story is generally spoken. There are two devotees, husband and wife, Raka and Baka. Every time they'd go to the forest, collect firewood, sell it in the market. Even if it was raining so much, still they'd go in the hot sun. 
and then whatever money they get from selling wood, they buy something off a boga, and whatever they cooked half, they would distribute to the others, and the other half, the husband and wife would eat, and the husband and wife wore very uh, tattered clothes, and torn and old and worn clothes. So Narada she became very sad on seeing the husband and wife. Then he went and told Narada in, in Vaikuntha that you, you don't care for your devotees. Just see Ma Lakshmi, she is looking after everyone in this world. And you see your devotees, Raka and Baka, they are remembering you day and night. They are always worshipping you, they are always Sardini, Nakinshan, and you are not giving them anything. Then Narayan told Narada, what can I do? Narada, tell me, you ask Lakshmi what I should do. Then Narada, he asked Lakshmi Rishi, Lakshmi Devi, oh, why, don't you give the, why don't you give something? They don't accept anything from us. Lakshmi said, they don't desire their own happiness. They only like to be in a state of uh, sadness. Because when one is very sad, then he will always remember Bhagwan. When one is happy, he will not remember Bhagwan. Because if one isn't very happy, then he will never remember Bhagwan. He will forget him. Then, you see, you see, so Bhagwan, if we give him, if he gives us nice things, then we say, oh Prabhu, you are so good. Or, but if he doesn't give us something nice, then we start blaming him. Saying, oh, then what happened? Then, then they said, alright, as you wish, I shall do. Then he said, give me a big plate of gold coins. Then Narayan said, alright, take this plate of golden coins, and I'm coming behind you. And I'll see what will happen. Then Raka and Baka, they were going in the forest glorifying Bhagwan. Raka was ahead, Baka was behind. And when Naradashi went in front and he took this plate of gold coins, golden coins, and then he scattered all these golden coins in front of them. Because they will not take, if you give them a plate of golden coins, why will they accept? So then, uh, so the husband, he was going front. Then he was thinking, my wife sees these golden coins, then she may become greedy. Because you see, a lady, she has this natural quality. She is very greedy. A lady, and the lady also likes eating very nicely. A lady, she'll eat the food that normally ten men can eat. And if she gets some money, then she'll hide that money immediately. She will not let anyone find out where this money is. So Baka was thinking, oh, if my wife will see this money, she will become greedy. So then she started covering these golden coins with, with like mud. So that she, his wife doesn't see any of these gold coins. Then his wife saw what he was doing and she said, why are you covering dust with dust? These golden coins are like dust. And why are you covering dust with dust? If you just look at these golden coins, you'll become entangled. There's no need for you to even look at these golden coins. The wife told the husband. Then Naradashi and Narayana, they were, sit, they were hiding underneath the tree. And they were looking at everything. And Mahalakshmi was also seeing. And they had no connection with these golden coins. The husband and wife, they left. And there, they saw, they would only take the wood from dry trees. They would never take, uh, they would never uh, take wood away from trees that were still living. They would only take wood from trees that were non-living. So that time the wood was very wet. So they wouldn't take any wood, they couldn't take any wood to sell in the market. Because the wood was very wet. So then they were thinking, okay, we should have taken some of these golden coins. Maybe we could have offered some boga for our Thakurji with that money. Then they said, alright, no harm. We'll just pass the whole day. Because they didn't have any wood to sell that day. The wood was wet. So that day, Narada and Vaikuntapati Narayan, they both of them appeared to Raka and Baka. And that day they said, Oh Raka, Baka, every day you are feeding everyone. Today both of us are so hungry, we took Brahmanas, we have come at your doorstep, so kindly give us some food. So then they went to the forest, they couldn't find any fruits, they couldn't find any firewood, dry firewood. So what could they possibly sell in the market? So then they were very sad, we couldn't find anything in the forest. So what can we offer? to these two brahmanas. We don't even have water in our house to offer to them. So in seeing these two effulgent brahmanas, they became very enchanted. And they said, Oh Prabhu, we have one thing. What is that? We have this namras of Bhagawan. Today you drink this namras, namkirtan of Bhagawan. Tomorrow we'll feed you whatever you wish. And then Raka and Paka, they're weeping to Bhagawan. And then Bhagawan had to manifest. How could he conceal himself in front of them? So therefore, Krishna told Uddhav, Uddhav, what can I give to the Vajvasis? They desire my own, my, only my own happiness. They don't desire their own happiness. 
I want to make them happy, I want to give them something. They don't take anything from me. They don't accept anything from me. So what should I do? So tell me Uttav. Uttav, he was in a dilemma. Then he was thinking. Then seeing this, uh, how the Sakas were suffering in separation. Not only the Demigods, all the Rishi, Maharshis, Tapasvis, all the Shritichari, Shritichari, Upanishadchari, all these mantras of the Vedas, all of them have taken birth in Braj. They all fell unconscious. Saying, we did so many austerities for our own happiness. But look at, but not for Krishna's happiness. And see these Sakas. They are only for Krishna's happiness. They are doing austerities. Did they ever think that oh, we are sad because Krishna has left us? No. In fact, they were thinking, who is playing with Krishna in Dwaraka? Who is feeding him? There he is only alone there by himself. And how can we go meet with him there? Because he hasn't ordered us to go there. The Sakas are thinking, we want to be with him. But Krishna has not told us to go there. So how can we be with him? So they said, thinking like this, they became absorbed in this Antartasha. Saying, who is there? Krishna playing with him, feeding him. And we are here by ourselves. How can we go there? So thinking, how can we be victorious? Bring Krishna back to Braj. Anyhow, we should bring him back here. Either we should go there or bring him back here to Braj. Make him stay here eternally. So the time, the Rishi Maharshi is like Parjanya. Parjanya, the father of Nanda Baba, he is Devata then. Braj means he is the foremost authority. So he saw how the Sagas were suffering. He said, don't worry. You have my... You see, Shivji has given me his blessings. Previously, Shivji told me, if any calamity comes upon you, don't be scared. Just follow Ekadashi Vrata. So then every day they follow Ekadashi Vrata because Sakas have not eaten anything. So it doesn't mean you're following Ekadashi just by not eating or drinking anything. Because, you see, the monkeys, the bears, they're only eating fruits and flowers. And you see, even when the boy, when the baby is born from his mother, he only drinks milk. There's so many who, who don't eat anything. They become absorbed in samadhi. They become absorbed in samadhi for thousands of years. Every day they're following Ekadashi. So Ekadashi Devi means one uh, should uh, worship her appearance, meditate on her, and uh, do archan of her, and follow her instructions. This is the proper way of observing Ekadashi. And say, engage all of one's senses in the Anushilan of Krishna. What is the meaning of bhakti? Being free of all designations. One serves Rishikesh, the master of the senses, through one's senses. This is the symptom of Uttama Bhakti. You see, all our Rishik, all our senses should be engaged in the service of He who is the master of the senses, who is Rishikesh himself. So as long as we have not offered all our senses in Ekadashi Devi's service, then what is use? We are following, we are fasting, but we haven't even remembered Ekadashi. We follow Ekadashi Brata, but we don't even remember Ekadashi Devi on these days. What is, speak of offering any puja to her. What to speak of following her orders, instructions. We don't even know the sarup of Ekadashi Devi. How should she be worshipped? So, Parjanarishi, he, he told the Sakas, don't be scared, don't be sad. Just follow Ekadashi Devi. Remember her, meditate on her. Like seeing the Kopis suffering, then Parjanya, he told them, you practice this Katani Vrata. So they say they followed this Vrata and they were never separated from Krishna. They were always with him. So they say, in this Mat one, for the Sakhas, then they started worshipping Ekadashi Devi. And then there's a place there called Bamsi Kup. Where Krishna, he made a well appear by the touch of his flute. And there's also Bandirvat there. And in Matwan, there's a foot dust of Krishna and the imprints of his lotus feet. And the Rishi Mahajas have performed so much tapasya there in Matwan. Before, this place was not called Matwan. Like you see here, this is not called Kali Harit before. This is called Nandini Harit before. This is Kali Adaha. So Matwan was previously called Anandavan. Where this Sachidananda, 
where Bhagwan himself, the condensed form of Satchit Ananda, eternity, bliss and knowledge, one can get the save of the Satchit Ananda Vigra, Bhagwan himself. Bhagwan himself served in that place. Show how to serve. Just see, he was a potter there, and he made earthen pots, and he served all the Rajasis in making these like mud pots. And there all the Rajasis, they sat there, all the Sakhas, and they followed Ekadashi with Persian Nirishi, the father of Nandabhav, and they said they were victorious, then Vijay means Krishna himself appeared in all their hearts, and he gave them Darshan, that I'm coming back very quickly. Now there is no need to fear. I will not delay. No, I will immediately come in. Then Krishna, he reassured them, and he made them very happy. Why? They were only striving for his happiness. Therefore, it's called Vijay Nam Ekadashi, Vijay Ekadashi. Therefore, in Braj, this Braj is Upasana, this Aradhana. See, this Aradhana is so much, the worship you do in Braj is so much more special than the Aradhana worship you do in other Yugas. Mahaprabhu himself has said, in Kali Yuga, just follow Ekadashi, Ganga, Tulsi and Vaishnavas. But the first thing he said, follow Ekadashi. Mahaprabhu told such Mother Sachi, Mother Sachi, I am asking for some picture from you, Mummy, uh, Maya. So then she said, Okay, what should I do? On Ekadashi, don't eat any rice. Just follow this Ekadashi breath. Then Sachi Devi said, Okay, what is so special about this? I'll follow Ekadashi. Mahaprabhu himself desired that everyone follow Ekadashi. Even in Jagannath Puri, see Mahaprabhu, he made everyone follow Ekadashi there. Because there, the people, they have tied the deity of Ekadashi Devi upside down behind the temple. They said, no need to follow Ekadashi. But Mahaprabhu made everyone follow Ekadashi in Jagannath Puri. So Ekadashi Devi has so many wonderful glories. Now we'll listen uh, tomorrow gradually. As in when time is appropriate and as in when the mercy is flowing, automatically the Swarup of Ekadashi Devi will manifest. Oh. Uh-huh.